Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Gonna get crunk. Yeah. Head back to Longview, Kelly popping trunk. Yeah. I ain't even tripping. Yeah. Riding and I'm sipping. Yeah. Yeah. Let me come through four foes, stay the tipping. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that new lap. Yeah. Watch the trunk crack. Yeah. Yeah. Let me sit sideways, see be running back. Yeah. Maybe AP, yeah. maybe AD. Yeah. I ain't even tripping cause we some athletes. Messing yeah. with Smitty yeah. in the summertime. Yeah. He get pissed if we don't make our time. Yeah. But we gon' get it cause we gotta finish. Yeah. Nebraska horn man, we diminish. Yeah. Yeah. Little. I ain't like a skittle. Yeah. I ain't even tripping. I ain't never double dribble. Yeah. Cause I'm a player from the Himalaya. Yeah. Let me sit sideways, man. Maybe back door. Maybe fall off. Yeah. Sipping codeine cause I gotta kill a cow. Yeah. Let me sit sideways in the big bins. Oh, you boys, they my brothers, they my friends. All right, all right, welcome into Fullback U, and man, I'm blessed with one of my classmates we came in together. I've got so many stories with this dude, but I'm going to just tell people like this. There's very few people I would listen to that are my age, and Zach Ladd is one of those people, man. My brother, Zach Ladd, how you doing? Man, I'm, I'm well, well, man. I'm well, well. Thank, thank you for having me on here, man. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So, let's, let's, let's chop it up. up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, let me just tell you, thank you for coming to OU, bro. You are our highest uh, graded out recruit. Um, you turned down Colorado, and I'm going to tell you personally, I'm going to tell the fans, you turned down a two-sport, probably playing both sides of the ball, probably playing as a freshman. We're going to get into all this. Um, you turned down a opportunity in-state for you to come to our state and make us better, man. Salute to you on that. What led you to that decision? I know you had a dad that played in the league. I'm sure, you know, uh, what led him being out there? He was a Denver Bronco, so... Uh, was it just uh, Bronco country all growing up? Uh, how hard was it to not go to Colorado? Let me know that. Well, my, my dad, dad really wasn't, wasn't like, like, even though he played, played in the league and he was all about, you know, he, he was all about me making my own decision. And he, he went, went to the University of Miami, Miami which I, I took, took a trip, trip down, down there. there. And, uh, but, but he, he never, never really pushed, pushed it. it. He was like, like man, you just go, you do your own thing, whatever you feel comfortable with. And, you know, that's what you go do. So, so that's when I was filling my eyes on this kick, kick though, though that I went to. I thought, I thought it was cool when I saw all the people's names, but, but then they said they were from somewhere else. else. So I'm like, like oh, that's, that's pretty, pretty dope, dope, man. man. I, I wanted, wanted to do that. that. And then, you know, you know Coach Wright started, you know, he, he sold it to me. me. He was He's like, like uh, you're going to come and impact on the already great team. I fell for it. Hey, you know what? There's, and you can get into it. Because this is going to be hard. And I, I, I hope people, I started out and I mean that shit, Zach. I mean, dude, you were, as a freshman, 
there was no bigger impact player. People don't know this. Off the edge, Zach Latt was the hardest person to block as a true freshman. The hardest thing was his the depth that we had on the damn defense, and you were so talented, they didn't know where to put you. <laughs> you were coming off the edge. You was playing inside. Hell, they was about to move you back to safety, it looked like. But just talk about what it was like for you early on with BB and all this. Um, it, was it was rough, rough man. It was, it was rough. rough. It was, it was uh, uh, I really wasn't recruited, recruited by BB. BB. Um, I, I just, just was kind of put in that room. room. So, and, and it, it was, was like, like, you know, you know that, that, that was there. You kind of had, you know, you had Teddy Lane in there. You had Mitchell, Mitchell in there. You had Pops Jackson in there. Ingram in there. They kind of already had their group. So it was kind of hard for me to try to find, like, where am I supposed to fit in in this kind of thing? And, um, so then, then it was just kind of like, like a, you just basically just like, you just, just wait and game and see, okay, where, where can I get in? So then I was like, okay, you go to Sam, and I'm with a little bit, and then I'm with Mike a little bit, and then it's just like, okay, we just, we just go, go with the flow, man. And I'm not going to say that I sat there and I was just enjoying my time. Like, I really wanted to leave. That wasn't with you. Yeah, it was like, uh, but, you know, we, uh, when we were in school, it wasn't like you can just get in a transfer court. If you was going to, I was, I was like, like, okay, I'm going to go back, back home. home. And if, if I went back home, home I had to sit out two years. So, so I was like, like, you know. And then I got, I got to know the guys on the, the, the team, and then they become, become like family. So then it's like, like well, I, I don't, don't want to quit on them because we've all been, like, especially when you go through the summer with Smitty. Like, you become like this. So it's like, it was one of them, you just make it work, man. You just make it work. Yeah. Well, again, man, and I, I just got to give the fans like a little we we had so much trouble and I was getting to play a little bit. But, dude, you were with and I think you played a little bit as a true freshman. I hate to keep going back into this, but I firmly remember Jonathan Hayes, dude, who's now XFL coach saying this dude, you can't block him off the edge. And this dude as a true freshman, blah, 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 blah. Like everybody was going over your film of doing these types of things. But just talk about you mentioned moving certain positions. What was the hardest part about that? What was what was challenging about it? You're a smart player. Is it different learning Sam to Will to Mike? All those things. Let me know. Um, it wasn't, the challenging thing was, it was like, okay, you knew my time was coming in, but you also knew my weight coming in. So it wasn't like this wasn't like when I graduated high school, I was one like 195. Then I got there, it was 205 for the first like two or three years or something like that. So. But, but what was the was, was trolls, like, like, you're not going to have to be doing the inside. You know, we're going to be just, we're going to let you just roam free. free. Of course, once, once I got, got there, then it's like, okay, now I'm going, going up against West Sands to transmit. I'm, I'm like, oh, man, man this dude's 300 pounds. And then my shoulder came out. And I dislocated my shoulder my freshman year, which, you know, then it just started to snowball from there, there. So, so then, then it's just, just a matter of now just trying to work your way and learn the different positions because you just ultimately like you know as, as much as people like oh yeah i just want to sit down and i want to learn like you have a competitive spirit in you you want to play so you don't you see everybody out there doing like you tell them i can't fit in nowhere like special teams or nothing and uh, but, but ultimately, ultimately, when I started, started getting on special teams, teams like, like shout out to Brian because he was like, like, nah, you know, know Brian Poole was like, nah, 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 no doubt. Man, you mentioned gaining weight, Zach. I promise you, I don't know what, what weight you came in, bro. 
Zach Latt hits like he's 230 pounds. Like, <laughs> we had to find that shit out the hard way, okay? Like, and this is a tough dude. And see, the, I think the other thing is that, is, see, we hear this dude's a basketball player, too. So, you know, the basketball player can't hit that hard. You know what I'm saying? He, he can't, he can't, but dude, we knew you was two-sport athlete early. We knew you were versatile, and we knew you brought that wood. But I want to talk about basketball, too, man. I, I was only in the huff with you one time, and I saw you shoot one ball, and I said, I'm not going to guard him. <laughs> so uh, talk about your life in basketball, like growing up with it. Was it your first love? I know it was mine, but I just grew out of it. Ain't no uh, 5'11", 240-pound point guards uh, these days. So let me know for you. <laughs> You know, you know, basketball, basketball it, it was, was something, something that, that me and my, and my brother, brother, so we always don't you know, just call you this. Know, football, you need a couple of guys. Basketball, all you need is one other person. So, so you know, me and my brother, brother we grew up, we put the radio in front of the, the house, house, and we would just, just go, go at it. We would go at it. We would go at it. And then we would go out of town, and my dad would always take us to parks. Like, me and my brother be in the house playing video games, and then my dad would just go scout areas in Pittsburgh, or we'd be in Miami. And then, and then we, we would walk, walk out there with it, like, thinking that we just out there, you know, <laughs> hanging. And then he would go, like, I got, I got two cats from Colorado, said there will be anybody in this park. I love it. I'm like, no, I'm not saying it. Right? That's the thing. So then, but then it just starts to develop that competitive spirit and that competitive nature. And that was, like, when I was in sixth grade, seventh grade. So then when you start to go to high school, then it's, like, I've already been playing against old cats and Football, you know, then it just goes transition. So then, and basketball, doors, you know, you know, you don't have to carry all that weight around on you. And I mean, it just—it's just something that now you can just start to one on one, like this dude can't hold me, and then it just starts to get that nature going. And yeah, basketball was—I wanted to do it, but then like, you know what? If you if you wanted to focus on something, then you maybe got to give all your attention to it at that time. But I was thinking so, like, screw it, I'm just going. Man, that's what's up. Well, you gave plenty of cats that work at the Huff. Want to talk to you about uh, OU, you know, some of your favorite games, man. Uh, I know uh, you've, you've been mentioned on this pod where we had Rufus on a bunch, but so he's talked about the Boise play. I was at that game, and you covered it hella well. They just ran a crazy-ass play and crazy-ass coverage, blah, 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 <laughs> or a cra- uh, crazy-ass throw. Uh, but just talk about some of your – I'm not saying that that was one of your favorite games, but it was damn sure memorable. I was really proud of you guys fighting back. But just talk to me about some of your uh, most memorable games at OU. Most memorable games was the ones that I walked out of there and wasn't hurt. That's uh, that's my memorable games. Like all of them, we had they had a different mix of you know going to Oklahoma State, playing Texas down the Cotton Bowl, Boise, and and before you start, you know I want to make sure like like yeah I would hit you I wouldn't wrap up. So that was an issue. Okay. <laughs> I didn't notice that, but I, okay, I got you. Though. I got you there. Yeah. 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 Different. 
you enjoy, enjoy especially when you walk on winning and you're not hurt. Man, I still get pissed off. Didn't you get the pick against Texas? Uh, it was my senior year. I think it was your junior year. Didn't you get a pick against them like right before the half that they called it back? Or was the what, wasn't that you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they tried, tried to say, say I, I think, think it was Eric Bassett. Somebody, yeah. Did a PI or something. Which it wasn't, but, but I mean, nonetheless, it is what it is, man. It's, it's kind of like, like life. I mean, you're going to have some curveballs on it. There's some things that's not going to go your way, but you just keep on rolling. That's real. Man, I want to get your thoughts on that. Let's go to Post Life. What are you doing these days? I knew the Zach Lath that I knew got called up in front of the team. The dude could dance. Uh, he could probably sing, and now he, he can act even, apparently. You know, I've seen a few uh, deals with that, so just let everybody know what you're up to. So, you know, there was a, there was a time, you know, when you start, you take a, take a look at your life and you see, okay, you examine it, and there's a lot of the time that you're living for the world, and you're going after worldly things as far as, and that's not saying I'm so smart or anything like you smart, though. I've told everybody that's why I listen to you, so come on. It, it, it's, it's uh, uh it, like, like there's, there's a lot, lot of things that, that are put in front of your face, and you start to go out there because of just looking at a check. And I, I, I can, can make, make a lot, lot of money playing, playing football because I can just get this check. Or I can now, so then I was like, well, maybe if I can act, because then if I can get an act, I can start to get this check, you know, and then I can, I don't know. But ultimately, it was that in alignment with what I was supposed to be doing. And can I now start to leave some of these amenities to get into, lock into what my actual purpose was? And a lot of times just to be to start to stand up and speak to make sure that, you know, hold on, man, there's people hurt. And it's not, you're not serving no true purpose by trying to blend in with the world when ultimately you just start to get on your path. So then you start to now give other people some, like, oh, okay, I didn't know that that was possible because so and so did Definitely something I would have never heard of Aurora if it wasn't for you, but I'm sure there's plenty of kids that have been inspired by you. I want to get a little deeper, man. Uh, you know, what's your inspiration, Zach? I mean, like I said, man, there's very, I ain't even gonna lie to you, dog. Very few people I click on their Facebook, they'll be saying something. I'm next, next, bro. Everything you post, I feel every word. It's most of the time after a workout, so I can tell you know, you drenched your sweat, you just got done working, and then you post it. I just, I feel the inspiration just because, man, it's. It's it's one. It's weird times, but two. It's just you've been consistent with it, man. Where's that? Where's that inspiration come from? Where's your, where's your knowledge come from? Just let me know that. So, so I studied under a teacher, teacher by the name of Chief Yuya, and it's, it's one, one thing, thing that, that when that was, was the first thing that, that I kind of noticed from him was just him being selling out for his purpose mm. of saying that you know, regardless if you know somebody's going to listen, regardless if somebody's going to be there, I have to do this. So, so when I started, started looking at him and starting to sit up under him and his teachings of, okay, this is the way this is starting to gain a deeper perspective and understanding of the way things are, so you start to start move up a ladder, then you start to say, okay, well, now I'm learning all this. Am I learning all this to try to be the deepest one at the cooler at work? 
Am I learning, learning all this, this to try to browbeat other people? people? You, you should start to do this. Or are you learning this to share it with other people so that other people can start to raise out of that sunken state that, you know, everybody, everybody wants was in it. So it's just a matter of now, you just start sharing it and then share it. And then eventually somebody will get aligned with it and maybe they won't. But ultimately, when you start to live with your purpose, one of the questions that you have to ask yourself is how do you work on your purpose if nobody's around? Well, then you just start to deepen your craft until they show up. But until you just don't wait until there's five more people in front of you, you got to build toward that. So it's just a matter of me building towards it to make sure that I can build up my spiritual muscles so that when people are actually coming in the hurting, you can actually help. Man, I love it, brother. I love it. A few more questions, bro. I know you're busy. So uh, I want to get uh, your thoughts on coaching. Uh, the guys you have, man, you have some great coaches. Bobby Jack Wright was loud as hell, funny as hell. BV now at Clemson. Uh, just talk about the impact they had on you, man. You still talk to those guys. Let me know. I have not talked to anybody. Uh, I mean, I mean but the, the, the impact that BV had on me just fits like study. study. So, so I, I took, took that, that same mentality, mentality into, into like, like now picking up a book. Or listening, listening to a lecture, lecture. different kind of stuff. Right, but, but again, you're just looking for the little nuances that are actually going to stand out for you that you can pull from and say, okay, this is how we're going to build on So when you study the tape, like we were always the last one out of film. It's just looking at film, looking at film. You're just looking at something in that game. And then, man, so now that it's a different type of, I'm not coaching football per se, but you're still doing life coaching, which now is a totally different name when we start now. You have to even, so when, so when somebody's, somebody's talking, they're saying something up front, but then there's an undercurrent of what is really being said. So now as you start to study tape and you start to, you know, see how people gesticulate, how they move, you're like, they're telling a whole other story. So when somebody starts to say, how you doing, you know, like, I'm fine. It's just like, like now, is that, that an automated thing where you ask somebody in, in the checkout store when they're like, like you know, and it's, I'm fine, and they just ring you out, I just need to get you out here, or there really is something unneeded. And that, that all comes from studying, seeing how people maneuver, how they react to certain situations, but they hold on a little more to it. We can either dive deeper into it or we can move on. So that's one of the things, though, that just learning from BD. And then also, I got to give it up for Smitty because he's the one that push you to the limit. And you, you start, start to see that, that you know, <clears throat> I, it, once, once you, you get, get there, there like, you like, you're going to push you there, and then you're going to push you past. And you start, start to see in life, life man, that there's, there's going to be a lot of times you're going to get pushed, pushed to certain things, but if you've already made it, you go beyond, which kind of you start to understand the difference between self-worth and self-esteem. Because self-worth, that's when people start to just use that gas up and talking to themselves, I'm king of the world. But, but it's, it's not, not grounded and rooted in anything, so they really don't have any self-esteem. So when you push them, then it's, it's like, like they fall and they crumble. But see, you know, with, with, uh, with, with the Smitty, he's, he's going to make sure you have self-esteem because he's going to make sure that you finish these workouts. So once you start to finish things, then you should start to build on that because you can say, if I've done that, then now I can start to do other things. Where it's just not a fake sense of self-worth. It's like, I'm the best player out there, but you haven't done anything. So it's, well, it's not, not until you, you do something, something that you can start to build that self-esteem and start to move forward like that. That's real. Let's uh, end it with a funny Schmitty story, dog. I don't know. We never really got to work out together, so I didn't really get to see if you struggled or not. Uh, you, But anytime we did work out, well, I mean, we had the freshmen and stuff. You never struggled through those things. But, like, when you talked about summer workouts and things like that, we always had the linebackers that seemed like kind of separate from running backs. But uh, just let me know what was, what was your least favorite workout. Uh, did you see Rufus fall off on anything that I can – uh, rag on him about, uh, just let me know. You know, that, that wasn't, wasn't really, really 
Like, you, you, know, you know, when you go through that workout, you're not, not really looking to see what everybody else is doing. You just try to make it. it. Like, if I can make it, I'm good. There was times, though, when we used to run that. Remember when we go to the track? We would have to run those 200 out there. Now, there were times when Rufus would be grabbing my shirt. Pulling like, you back. Like, like, yeah. So, yeah. you don't want to tell, tell let, let go, man. We told you this together. Brother, you're weighing it down. Now, I'm just trying to make it, all right? I'm just trying to make it. It was time. Oh! I mean, uh, I remember, I, but I, I wasn't out there, but I just remember when Wright had it when they pulled sleds. Like, like that, that, was, that was another. But, you know, you just really, if I can just make these two and a half hours, and I'm going to go and I come back, I can make it Wednesday where I got a break. And then I just finish out Thursday or Friday. I sat out on Sunday to myself. So that was one of the things that. You just, just once, once you, you make, make it past those two days, two days, you take a day at a time. Boom, let me get through here. And if I can just get through there, I'll make it. And those ranks, I just do those ranks. Couple things. Stadiums, those were another day. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah, decline abs. I remember those two. Like certain things. But interestingly enough, I still do that stuff. Really? Yeah. So, so it's like, like, you know, it's, it's a habit. Like, like once you get to a habit of, okay, I gotta push myself to see this where I'm always hard. Right. I still do it a little bit. Yeah. That's what I tell everybody. You know, the little 30 second videos that you see of me working out, that's the 30 seconds. Okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it ain't no, you know, in between is different songs because I got to reset myself and, you know, get everything going. No, I'm just kidding. But hey, man, I appreciate your time, Zach. And, uh, you know, like I said, man, fans going to love it. But they really got to understand that, man, that we pulled the best player of the state out of Colorado and that he sacrificed homesickness. That cat sacrificed offers from Miami. That cat sacrificed playing time as a freshman. Um, Should have started as a freshman. I swear to you. You know, I, I can't say that enough for our fans, man. If you'd have seen Zach Lack come off the edge as a freshman, you'd have thought that that dude. I we should have just had a package. That, that was the thing. We had a, a package for you. They had a, a defensive package for you that pulled you off the edge as a true freshman. And they had you out there, and we thought that y'all were going to run that a lot, and they didn't. What was what was yeah, that package? I, I don't, I don't think I don't think necessarily that I was supposed to play. I think something happened with my dad. They called him, and then it was like, like you're not going to use him. Like I'm not going to sit up here in front of everybody. Like, like I was just the greatest person. Because if I don't like something, then I'm like, I, I keep it to myself. But I'm like, this is just not working. You know, you start to be infectious around other people. So I know that that was that could have been a problem as well. But at the same time, it's just like it was more. Like, like, this, this is, is not, not what, what I was told when I was getting here. Now something else is totally happening, which, uh, but, but things, things work out the way that they're supposed to work out. I don't think I was supposed to play football all past college anyway. And then, my, you know, so once you start to see these keep playing, your love for the game starts to My, at least mine, my, my, it was a thing of, you know, then my, my growing starts hurting and my neck starts hurting. And it's like, man, I don't know. I don't, I don't have, have a love for this like, like I once did in high school. Like, like this is real. this is a job. Now. Really? I'm not interested in it. But then you keep doing it, even though like your heart is telling you to stop. You keep doing it because you want it to pay off. Because you're like I was investing so much time and energy into this, so I just wanted to check. But even then, as you keep getting, you keep going, and then you get like different coaches who start talking to you crazy, and you're like, man, the heck, Thomas, man, I'm not interested. Not interested. Yep. One one last thing. I, I, life advice, bro, because we got to talk about current times and everything. And I know you're the perfect guy. Help me make sense of it all, all, Zach. What do I need to do? I need to go protest. What do I need to do? I need to hit up uh, Norman Campus. Uh, just start feeding black businesses. Let me know. Well, well I, one, one thing, thing I would say, say is the way people, people 
is this a matter of where you where you giving your attention and and wherever your attention you start to give it to you start to give life to you and a lot of times people like to try to fix other things that's outside of themselves and not start with themselves so if you have to you can't get somebody to love you you can't get somebody to see something in a different light if they don't want you to play kickball with them go start your own game you don't have to convince somebody that, you, you know, know, I should, I should be playing on you, right? And I see people like, oh, no, you're, you're white, you're white and you should be standing up close. No, they shouldn't. They don't have, have to do anything. They, 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 it's, it's just a matter of, of if you're sick and tired, you stand up and change. Don't stand there and sit there and we're going to hold prayer circles and all this. You're doing the same thing that women are Get your butt up and then and start to say, hold on, I have to implement a new culture. And culture, and culture is what's going to cultivate your mind, coming from the Latin culture, which is this mm. seeds that you start to put into your head. Now, it. even if you're going to fall in line with this society that was never set up for you in the first place, so why are you trying so hard to make it work for you? Or you just say, let me go ahead and start to do my own thing, so I don't keep giving all this my attention, because ultimately it's going to keep happening again. So do you want to be insane, trying to do the same thing, and expecting a different result? Or do you want to finally step up and say, mm, you know what, I'm over it. So this is what we're going to start to do. Because ultimately, I've never seen people who weren't a quote-unquote color start to act like they were deprived because they couldn't go to school with black people. Or I can't live in a community with black people, so we're deprived. Yes, I see other people thinking that they're deprived because they can't go over here. Well, if that's the case, then what are you handing over to your children and why are they not motivated than when they go to school? Really? And even when they're in school, do they need to be learning the same thing? Because do they have the same issues as everybody? Right. Are you willing to pull them out and start a different education? If I serve this same God that you're serving, not to say that the principles are not universal, but at the same time, does it change now the power dynamic? Because one who holds all resources and I don't. So if I serve this same one, does it keep those power dynamics in place or does it start to change? Did I serve this thing deity when I came over here? You start to look at a whole different set of cultures that you have to start to look at and reevaluate. And if you don't want to give that up, and you're still just now saying, you know, we got to go vote, we got to pray, right? we got to ask God, well, you got to start asking people, what's the name of your God? Because there's a bunch of them, so which one are you speaking about? Otherwise, they're just going to start doing the same thing. You know, we're going to get a bunch of people outside. They're going to send Donald Kirkman, Fred Hamm, to send singing a song. They're sending a pastor out there to say there's only one race, and that's the human race, and join your brothers. And it's a, it's a psychological war. So can you start now, hold on, re-examine what you have been given, and then start to build it up from scratch. It's the paradigm that people have built up in their heads that they don't want to let go of. And it's a lot of times just Western culture. That they do not want to let go of and they fight fighting tooth and nail. And then they, they use this word like love, but ultimately is it love or is it hate? Because, because if you try to get close to somebody who doesn't want you close to them, well then do you love yourself enough to say, okay, well then let me just go do my own Or do you keep trying to get closer and inch closer? I'm going to make you love me. Come on, man. And people usually go to people who don't challenge them to make them grow. So it's like you love people who like, you know, I smoke weed, I love that's my dog. If you smoke weed, we get I don't, I don't really, really like this dude because he always condemns me when I tell him, though, you know, I'm about to smoke. Like, no, you shouldn't be doing it. Or you shouldn't be getting high. You shouldn't be doing this. So then you just usually try to go to the people who keep your crazy, right? So it's just a matter of now, if you come from a, you have a lot of self-hate, and you don't really like yourself because, uh, again, you're bombarded by media who tells you that, you know, you should you should flat on your head. Your kinks don't work. Your lips are fat, right? 
So, so now, instead, instead of me getting, this, getting close to somebody, somebody like, hold on, you got to kill all that, I'm going to get close to the person who says, you know what, what? as long as you get some of these amenities, you get some of these nice cars, you don't got to worry about all that because your self-worth is going to be caught up into the thing that you can buy and you're going to be successful. But you got to now look at this word success and what does that truly mean? Does it mean anything to you when you try to keep trying to join into somebody else's system that was, again, never designed for you? Then you got to start to reorganize all these words that I've given to you. And start, start to build a new. But I, I, I know that was a long, long answer, but, but I, 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 I felt, felt it was necessary. The, the, the first part of it, though, was amazing. The kickball analogy. I mean, Zach, you're so right, bro. I mean, people, I, I, I'm, I'm, we're all that way, though. I mean, we, we all go through phases and things like that. And we may be selfish one day and giving the next. And But, I mean, you're so right about uplifting yourself, about doing things positively, and about doing your own way. And I think people gravitate towards that, man. I know I definitely gravitate towards and appreciate the words that you put out, brother. I appreciate you coming to OU. I, I, I truly mean it, man. You're one of the only freaking people I know from Colorado. OK, um, you know, y'all do got legal weed out there, so I do need to come see you now. So no, I'm playing. <laughs> but no, uh, man, we definitely got to do this again, man. It's, it's been great catching up. Uh, you know, I'm really, really proud of, you know, another thing, man, uh, you know, obviously we came in the same year. You mentioned your dad having a red shirt. Really proud of how you stepped up, man, after I left, because, uh, you know, it was, the team was needing you. And you you really rallied the defense together, man. You had everybody. on. I mean, the games that I saw. You know, you and Rufus was really doing y'all things. So y'all made me really proud, dog. Well, I appreciate it coming, but that had nothing to do with me. It had a lot to do with you because you was a smart football player. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Nah, I get it. Well, man, let's uh, let's link up and uh, we'll have to do this again. We'll try and drag Rank or uh, T. Wilson on here and really get some laughs going. No doubt, no doubt, man. Take care, Zach. Lat. Appreciate you, bro. Enjoy the rest of your day, brother. Yes, sir. I'm gonna tell my son that kickball story. No, no doubt. doubt. Uh, no no doubt. doubt. See you, bro.